Welcome back to Chip Reads the Bible while Eric eats his lunch. We are Chip and Eric. Yeah. Well, should be a good one today then. <laughs> it's going to be the best ever. For me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us again today as we read through the Bible. Here's something we haven't done in a while. Cracked oh, yeah. open a cold one. Yeah. On the air. That's good. Hope you enjoy it. I will. We're in Numbers. We're getting pretty close to finishing the book of Numbers. And the Bible. Yeah. Got to get through Numbers to get through the Bible. (laughs) That's true. We are doing quite well. And yeah, so today we're going to read, you know, before there was Google Maps, there was Yahoo Maps. And before Yahoo Maps, there was MapQuest. And before MapQuest, there was Numbers 33. Yeah. And before Numbers 33, there was uh, AAA. Yeah, even before Numbers 33. Yeah, Triple A's Rand McNally. Yeah, Rand McNally. Yeah, we're going to do it. Go after it. Get to it. This is the route Mm -hmm. that the Israelites followed as they marched out of Egypt under the leadership of Moses and Aaron. At the Lord's direction, Moses kept a written record of their progress. These are the stages of their march, identified by the different places where they stopped along the way. They set out from the city of Ramesses in early spring. On the 15th day of the first month, on the morning after the first Passover celebration, the people of Israel left defiantly in full view of all the Egyptians. Meanwhile, the Egyptians were burying all their firstborn sons, whom the Lord had killed the night before. The Lord had defeated the gods of Egypt that night with great acts of judgment. After leaving Ramses, the Israelites set up camp at Succoth. And then they left Succoth and camped at Etham on the edge of the wilderness. They left Etham and turned back towards pi Hahiroth opposite Baal Zephon and camped at near Migdol. Mm. They left Pi Haharath and crossed the Red Sea into the wilderness beyond. Then they traveled for three days into the Etham wilderness and camped at Marah. Okay, we're going to share this one. Okay. They left Marah and camped at Elam where there were 12 springs of water and 70 palm trees. Oh. They left Elam and camped beside the Red Sea. They left the Red Sea and camped in the wilderness of Sin. They left the wilderness of Sin, good idea, and camped at Dafka. They left Dafka and camped at Alush. They left Alush and camped at Rephidim, where there was no water for the people to drink. They were at. Yeah, they left Rephidim and camped at the wilderness of Sinai. They left the wilderness of Sinai and camped at Kibroth Hattavah. Well, they left Kibroth Hattavah and they camped at Hazeroth. They left Hazeroth and camped at Rithmah. They left Rithma, camped at Rimon Perez. They left Rimon Perez and camped at Libna. They left Libda and camped at Rissa. They left Rissa and camped at Kehelatha. And they left Kehelatha and they camped at Mount Shefer. And sometimes, you know, when you um, have a GPS, they have different voices. I'm going to switch the voice oh. to the Eric voice. Okay. Okay. They left Mount Sefer and camped at... Oh, wait, no, that's regular GPS. No, no, yeah. They left Mount Sefer and camped at Herida. They left Herida and camped at Machaloth. They left Machaloth and camped at Tehath. They left Tehath and camped at Terah. They left Terah and camped at Mithka. They left Mithka and camped at Hashmona. They left Hashmona and camped at Moseroth. They left Moseroth and camped at Bene Jackin. They left Bene Jackin and camped at Hor Haggad Gad. Okay. They left Hor Haggad Gad and camped at Jotbatha. They left Jotbatha and camped at Abrona. 
They left Abrona and camped at Ezion-Geber. They left Ezion-Geber and camped at Kadesh in the wilderness of Zin. They left Kadesh and camped at Mount Hor at the border of Edom. While they were at the foot of Mount Hor, Aaron the priest was directed by the Lord to go up the mountain, and there he died. This happened in midsummer, on the first day of the 15th month of the 40th year after Israel's departure from Egypt. Aaron was 123 years old when he died there on Mount Hor. At that time, the Canaanite king of Arad, who lived in the Negev in the land of Canaan, heard that the people of Israel were approaching his land. Meanwhile, the Israelites left Mount Hor and camped at Zalmona. They left Zalmona and camped at Punan. They left Punan and camped at Oboth. They left Oboth and camped at Ai-Abarim on the border of Moab. They left Ai-Abarim and camped at Dibon-Gad. They left Dibon-Gad and camped at Almon-Diblathaim. They left Almon-Diblathaim and camped... In the mountains east of the river near Mount Nebo, they left the mountains east of the river and camped on the plains of Moab beside the Jordan River across from Jericho. Along the Jordan River, they camped from Beth Jeshimoth as far as the meadows of Acacia on the plains of Moab. Well, while they were camped near the Jordan River on the plains of Moab opposite Jericho, the Lord said to Moses, Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. When you cross the Jordan River into the land of Canaan, you must drive out all the people living there. You must destroy all their carved and molten images and demolish all their pagan shrines. Take possession of the land and settle in it, because I have given it to you to occupy. You must distribute the land among the clans by sacred lot and in proportion to their size. A larger portion of land will be allotted to each of the larger clans, and a smaller portion will be allotted to each of the smaller clans. The decision of the sacred lot is final. In this way, the portions of the land will be divided among your ancestral tribes. But if you fail to drive out the people who live in the land, those who remain will be like splinters in your eyes and thorns in your sides. They will harass you in the land where you live, and I will do to you what I plan to do to them. Wow. Then the Lord said to Moses, Give these instructions to the Israelites. When you come into the land of Canaan, which I am giving you as your special possession, these will be the boundaries. The southern portion of your country will extend from the wilderness of Zin along the edge of Edom. The southern boundary will begin on the east of the Dead Sea. It will then run pa south past Scorpion Pass in the direction of Zin. Its southernmost point will be Kadesh Barnea, from which it will go to Hazar Adar, Hazar Adar and on to Asmon. From Asmon, the boundary will turn toward the brook of Egypt and end at the Mediterranean Sea. Your western boundary will be the coastline of the Mediterranean Sea. Your northern boundary will begin at the Mediterranean Sea and run east to Mount Hor, then to Lebo Hamath, and on through Zedad and Ziphron and Hazar Enon. This will be your northern territory. The eastern boundary will start at Hazar Enon and run south to Shethem, then down to Ribla on the east side of Ain. From there, the boundary will run down along the eastern edge of the Sea of Galilee and then along the Jordan River to the Dead Sea. These are the boundaries of your land. Then Moses told the Israelites, This territory is your homeland. You are to divide among yourselves by sacred lot. The Lord has commanded that the land be divided among the nine and a half remaining tribes. The families of the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh have already received their grants of land on the east side of the Jordan River across from Jericho toward the sunrise. And the Lord said to Moses, Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun are the men designated to divide the grants of land among the people. Enlist one leader from each tribe to help them with the task. These are the tribes and the names of the leaders. Tribe, Judah. Leader, Caleb, son of Japuna. Tribe, Simeon. Leader, Shemuel, son of Amihud. Tribe, Benjamin. Leader, Elidad, son of Kislam. 
tribe, Dan, leader, Buki, son of Jogli. Oh. Tribe, Manasseh, son of Joseph, leader, Heniel, son of Ephod. Tribe, Ephraim, son of Joseph, leader, Kemuel, son of Shiptan. Tribe, Zebulun, leader, Elizaphan, son of Parnak. Tribe, Issachar, leader, Paltiel, son of Azan. Tribe, Asher, leader, Ahihud, son of Shalami. <laughs> Friends of Shalami. Tribe, Naphtali, leader, Pedahel, son of Amihud. These are the names, or these are the men the Lord has appointed to divide the grants of land in Canaan among the Israelites. I always knew that Jogli's boy would grow up to do something great. Yeah. Jogli's a great guy. Jogli. And his son, Buki, top notch. Well, yeah. Top notch. Buki is definitely. He's yeah. going to be a good one. Yeah. Hey, guys. Okay. Two semi-ordinary pastors. That's if us. you didn't catch that. Reading an extraordinary book, which I'm sure you caught that. Yes, to yes. some wonderful and amazing people. Just some incredible people. That's you. We're so blessed by you. And that is you. And we read this with two questions in mind that lead us kind of to a conversation around a third. Two questions are this. What is this telling us about God? What is this telling us about us? And then we're going to kind of talk about what we should do in light of those things. So, mm. Chip, what is this passage telling us mm. about God? Yeah. Um, I'm going to go to the GPS routes. And, and I think um, as I was reading through them, you read the second half. Thank you for helping me out with that. Sure. Um, they left. They left. They left, they left, they left. And that all stemmed from coming out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. So he brought them out of Egypt, and he's leading them to the promised land, and he kept reminding them of what they left. So God said, God reminded them and had a plan to take them to the promised land, but he reminded them of what they left through the word that we have today. You left this, you left that, you mm -hmm. left, you left, you left, and it all goes back to what they came out of they came out of Egypt so he brought them out of something very bad and he wants to wants to lead them mm -hmm. to a place that's very good and he has instructions that when you go in you got a clean house and that's key we'll get through that later on down the road um, how that played out and but but he's really you know reminding them I think through the word here of, of what they left and where they're going yeah and so I, I think that tells us something about God you know what I, I kind of think, too? Mm -hmm. And I agree with you completely. Every one of these, well, not every one of these, but after a certain point, most of these represent a setting up and a taking down yeah. of the tabernacle, mm -hmm. which was no easy feat. No. But they did it every time. So I think that that's something, you know, we could read it in two minutes, mm -hmm. you know, but think about all the time and effort that it took for these people to constantly be moving around. True. So, and also... True. uh I will say what this says about us mm -hmm. is that history is important. You know, God is reminding them. So I think history is important. Yeah, but yeah. history is important. You know, when you look at this, um, it's just pretty amazing to see this journey. Right? It really is. And at some point, this journey, and I'm not a scholar when it comes to the geography of the Bible. I want to be. I want to get better at that. Mm -hmm. At some point, this journey becomes unnecessary. 
right? If they would have just entered the land, then a lot of these stops wouldn't have happened, right? There's 40 years worth of stops on True. this map yeah. that didn't need to happen if they would have just trusted God and entered the land. Yeah. And I don't know exactly where that happens, um, but it does happen in there sometime after Sinai. Mm -hmm. But I guess my point is that without that knowledge, without that history, without understanding what each one of these movements represented, then Israel may get back to the land, look at Jericho, and be like, uh, no. Mm. See the same giants that they their yeah. parents saw. Sure. Say, mm, nah, -uh. Not for me. Why did you bring us here to die? And mm. Moses is already dead, so they're like, Joshua, mm. why'd you bring us here to die? Yeah. You know? So I just think that this history, this mm. reminder of where they've been is how God is going to convince them of where they're going. Mm -hmm. And that is so important to human beings. There's yeah. a reason why so much of our culture is dedicated to recording things for progeny, for history, for remembering. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so that's what I'll say. God wants us to remember, or, or, you know, where we've been. Mm -hmm. And history is super important for human beings. Mm -hmm. And so what do we do with that, Chip? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I you. know one thing we can do with it. Well, yeah. Remember your personal history. You talk so much about telling your story. Mm -hmm. And I think telling your story is not meant to be mm -hmm. uh, reveling in who you once were or mm -hmm. what you've been through, mm -hmm. but more of a this, right? Mm -hmm. the, as the Israelites read this, they weren't like, oh, yeah, that's right. Remember when we left Rimon Perez and camped at Libna? Good times. Good times. Mm. No, they're sitting there going, okay, this is what we've been through. We know where we're going. We know what we need to do. Mm. That happens in our lives too. Mm. I don't look back at my life and revel in the things that I've done and the places I've been. But I do look back at my life and I marvel at the fact that God told me, leave this, leave this, leave this. Yeah. And he's brought me to a certain place at a certain time to do a certain thing. Mm. And so I think my history is what convinces me of the hope of my future Yeah. through Christ. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I keep thinking... You know, I think it's a good um, motivation, too. Oh, big time. You know, when I think of what I've come from and where he wants me to go, like, it's it's you know, it's motivation. Like, you, you rescued me out of that. So mm -hmm. it becomes me more, like, grace-based living, living and because of what he's done, not because of what I'm supposed to do, but right. it's just that motivation is it comes out of where he brought me from, where I should go. And so these stories are, even though it's bad for them, it's good for us. So I, I love to read, and I love to read how people made mistakes, mm -hmm. and they write about it, because, you know, um, I guess, uh, theoretically, I can learn from their mistakes and not make them before I make them, Yeah. because of what someone else, and so that's kind of like what we can learn from this as well. They made mistakes, they're going to make a lot of mistakes, and then we can learn from them. Yeah. And that will help us. Mm -hmm. But Yeah. Very interesting. So we pulled something from all these places. I knew we would. That's amazing. We got a Where's Jesus out of here last year and a So What. So That's true. Yeah. <laughs> if we could do that last year, yeah. then we could do it this year. And we did. Hey, we're proud of you guys. So proud of you. Thanks um, for sticking with us. And yeah. In a few weeks, we're going to be um, on site at Scorpion Pass. Yes, we're going to be yep, yeah. at Scorpion Pass. Yeah, we're going to be checking that out, mm -hmm. reading the Bible from there. Yeah, hopefully it's not anything tremendously right. awkward. No, Allison's working on the tickets right now. Yeah, actually, as we speak, yeah. our uh, so good. Our manager Scorpion and travel Pass. agent. Yeah, Allison. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, this is the second year we talked about Scorpion Pass, and we just thought it was time to go there. They say when you see Scorpion Pass, oh, like geez. it's just breathtaking. It's life-changing. I can't wait. Yeah. I just cannot wait. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I'm just, excited it's for that. amazing. So yeah. good. All right. Well, hey, thanks for joining us, and we'll read to you tomorrow, if not sooner. <laughs> We might Maybe. show up.
He made shit. Well, or they could listen to last year. They could. You guys need to share this around with people and make sure that other people are on board with reading the Bible with all of us. It's going to be super, super cool. Also, the Spiritual Depth Academy is coming up on February the 26th at 11 a.m. at First Baptist Church in Newton, Kansas. That's true. Yeah. Uh, again, if you're one of our many abroad listeners, we will be recording that for you. Or you can get in touch with Allison, who will pay for all your travel. Um, yeah. yeah. It'd be great. Okay. See you so, guys. Bye.